Welcome to Dentai's Chats, where we give you five minutes of health news because you care about health, but you just don't want to spend too much time learning about it. We've often said here on this podcast that health problems are not information problems. Most people, most of the time, have a pretty reasonable idea of what is healthy behavior. The problem we have postulated is the present self winning out over the future self. We want the instant gratification that unhealthy behaviors can so often provide, even though we know that they come with a cost for the rest of the day, the rest of the week, and for the rest of your life. So what would happen if you were able to flip that instant gratification into something that's not only pleasurable, but also healthy right now? Studies have shown that people who have goals for weight loss, people who have goals for better health, absolutely noble goals are the ones who exercise the least. Who tends to exercise more, you might ask? The people who focus on the immediate rewards of exercise, like having more energy and being in a better mood and being less stressed that day, not to mention the feeling that you get during the actual exercise, which can be quite enjoyable. There are surely many great reasons to become a father. Here is one reason to not. A study of more than 10,000 men showed that those who had children put on an average of 4.4 pounds after fatherhood commenced, and those without children in the same time frame, your late 20s, your early 30s, lost 1.4 pounds. And these findings are above and beyond the marriage effect, which is also known to increase one's weight. It doesn't take very much work to be reminded of the fallibility of human prediction. And yet we routinely use predictions as a point of comparison, and it's a great way to distract people from the reality. For instance, earlier this year, many insurance companies put forth their plans for premiums in 2016 and there were some that were hitting double-digit increases over this year's premium and i guess these weren't really even predictions i mean these were actual documents filed so now when a state comes in with a quote-unquote modest premium increase they get to celebrate and say, see, everyone said that this was going to be so terrible. There were all these predictions about double-digit increases, and our premiums are only going up by 4%, which is exactly what California is doing right now. And this sounds reasonably good, right? 4% is much better than 20% until you remember that it still is going up, and that those premium increases of 4% are higher than the rate of inflation, and that, oh yeah, one of the huge arguments for the Affordable Care Act was that premiums would be going down. While that has happened in some cases, it's not happening in California where they're celebrating premiums going up. So please spare us your success story, California. Here's another story that seems to be getting applause from so many people. Doctors standing up to the big evil drug companies for how expensive cancer drugs are. Now I get that health and drugs hold a different place in our society than any other consumer good. But drugs still are a consumer good. And you don't simply have a right to them because your life could be extended. But in that case, that just means that rich people get to live longer than poor people. Yeah. Doesn't that already happen? Isn't that like really obvious? And for as crazy high as these drug prices are, 
A 2013 study showed that only 10 to 20% of cancer patients skip treatment because of cost. When you see those cancer drug prices, it can produce such a visceral reaction. $120,000 a year? That's crazy. But is it? You're keeping a human alive that would otherwise be dead. And that takes us to the discussion that we have been unwilling to have for altruistic reasons. I understand it. Death is tough. And we have had a policy in this country. Hey, if we can keep you alive longer, let's do it. And it doesn't really matter how much it costs. And it doesn't really matter if it's that effective. If it costs $10,000 for another week of life, let's do it. We value human life. And again, there's something noble about that. But we're also realizing that we can't operate like that or we will run out of money. So yeah, let's import drugs from Canada and reduce drug demand by halting this practice of viewing the extension of life as an inalienable right. Give us a review and go to dentize.com.